This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's the fourth hour of the G-Bag Nation here on your home of the Cowboys 105.3 The Fan. I'm in a time warp here. I am correct I on that, right? I was wondering, yeah. It is, it is the fourth hour, and our coverage of Radio Row is brought to you by OT Center and Best Buy Windows and Siding. And on the A number one air hot seat right now, if you jump on the uh, webcam, 105.3thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube, you can see our next guest, one of the most recognizable figures from ESPN's NFL coverage over the years, Trey Wingo on Radio Row. With his new podcast, Alternate Routes or Roots and Routes, which, Routes, okay. unless we're Canadian, then okay. It's roots. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, he and Entertainment Tonight and Kevin Frazier exploring alternate realities of great what if moments in sports. Yeah. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, good to be with you guys. Yeah, real quickly off the top, what if Des caught it? What if he did? Oh, by the way, he did. Yeah. But what if they'd ruled it correctly? You know, how would that have changed things? Uh, what if? Jerry had not been overruled, and the Cowboys had drafted Johnny Manziel. And That's a good Martin. one right there. Woo! That's what if a good Rumble one. Gets snap a good down one. in Seattle. Exactly Uh-oh. right. Wow. Changes everything. So you take one moment uh, on that thing, and we've extrapolated it out a million different ways. My favorite one that we've done so far, and I don't want to give too much away, uh, was not to get too much into the weeds, but uh, 1979 NBA first round overall pick, toy, coin toss between the Lakers and the Bulls to see who would draft Magic Johnson. Lakers won the coin toss. They get magic. Showtime Lakers, all that kind of stuff. What if the Bulls had won that coin toss? Michael Jordan probably never goes to Chicago because they start winning all the time. Does Pat Riley ever exist? Does the Showtime Lakers become a thing? Does he ever go to the Knicks in the heat and become all this thing? And we extrapolated out so far that we made sense that instead of Barack Obama, Charles Barkley would have been the first black president. Trust me, it all makes sense. <laughs> wow. You just got to follow the rabbit hole. You got to follow the <laughs> rabbit hole, and we'll get you there. But it drops March 5th on uh, Wondery Plus and March 12th uh, everywhere else, wherever you get your podcast. Man, that could have been better for the health of Magic Johnson as well. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? Possibly. Exactly you know? right. You know, Artist Gilmore, by the way, if you look at Artist Gilmore's numbers at that point in their career, almost identical to Kareem's. So if he goes there with Magic and becomes revived in the low post, does Artis Gilmore become the leading scorer in NBA history instead of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Wow. There you go. The butterfly effect. Those are incredible trades. Now, i got to tell you, as a guy that grew up in Portland, the Jordan one hurt me just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But I know for our audience, it's it's maybe the Dez thing, maybe the Tony thing. So what did you guys decide on, on what would happen immediately next in that game? Because Rodgers is going to get the ball with, what, four minutes to go? Yeah, four minutes to go. We haven't, we haven't quite gone down that one yet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity, but – Des caught it, man. He did. He did. Des caught you. it. Like, I love Gene Steratore. I like Gene Steratore. One of my fantasy football years names, the team name was the Fighting Steratores. <laughs> but, uh, man, he caught that ball. Plain and simple, he caught the ball. I'll tell you what, Trey, I was standing literally on the sideline there yeah. working for DallasCowboys.com, yeah. and the ball, when I saw it in the air and it came down, I saw where Des was. The official to that side marked it as a catch. Yeah, absolutely. And then we looked across the field, and McCarthy's going to challenge that thing. Yeah. And it's the only challenge he won all year. Yeah. Ouch. And so when you knew, when Gene went from being right across the, all the way back to where the ball was, we yeah. knew it was not going to be a catch. But yeah. 
the official to that side marked it as a catch. Yeah, McCarthy challenges. We can have that discussion in Dallas. Whew, that's a lot of interest. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> There's a lot to cover there. There is. Tell you that. As Trey Wingo sitting down with us now, as a broadcaster, I love seeing you guys. Yeah. You know, the, we, you. we talked with Chris Myers a couple of days ago. That hey, was how epic. Are you? Chris Myers. Yes. Um, <laughs> Great pipes. As, as a guy Myers. though that's been a part of this for for a while now, who are the who are the people you are running into that you just light up to see? Well, one of them is a guy, one of the reasons I got into the business, Dale Hansen, guys. Dale wow. Hansen. Wow. When I was, I went to Baylor, and uh, we, we would, yes, yes sir, uh, we would sit around and watch the Sunday sports special on WFAA, and they had these really cheesy old graphics where they were just these rectangles of all the sports, and it would start flying slowly, and they'd get faster and faster and faster. Me and my college roommates used to sit on our couch, shout out to Sesh, Bryce, Hodges, wherever you are, I hope you're listening. I, I told them, yeah, they're all on right now. Uh, and we would see how many we could get right before they got too fast so we couldn't see them. We'd usually lose it right around ballooning and cycling. You know, they'd just be <laughs> flying in so fast. But Dale made sports fun. Like, he made sports fun to watch and the, the way he went about it. Uh, there, was a, there was a guy I grew up with in New York City named Warner Wolf who I enjoyed. Oh, and obviously, yeah. Bob Costas was one of my, one of my legendary uh, idols that I enjoyed watching. I got to know him working in St. Louis. But Dale was one of the guys that made me want to do this because it looked like he was having more fun than anybody. Yeah, he, d- he did have a great time and a great run. What took you to Baylor out of, like, Greenwich, though? Well, first of all, say it right. It's Greenwich. Greenwich, uh, my bad. Greenwich. <laughs> Greenwich. Greenwich. <laughs> Greenwich. <laughs> I'm from Oregon. Yeah. Uh, my whole family's from Texas. My mom's from Texarkana. My dad's from San Antonio. I have relatives all over the Dallas-Fort Worth area. My aunt lived in Marshall. Uh, you know, so we, we had relatives. Everybody in my family went to Baylor. So okay. I was trying to be the one that didn't go, and I ended up going there anyway. It's like the old godfather. Just when I think I'm out, they suck me back in. <laughs> you know? Were you a frat star? Oh, yeah. I, well, I don't know if I was a star, but I was a, I was a, I was a waster of time in a fraternity. There's there no question go. about it. What was your claim to fame when it comes to other uh, parties? I cannot say these things on you public can, airways. Trey, you can. I the family's not. listening, bro. I'll tell you a funny story. When Super Bowl 45 was in Dallas, the Ice Bowl, yeah. part oh, two. My oh, God, that was the worst. It and remember, was. I'll never forget on the, one of the local TV stations, hey, the the snowplows are coming. It was six snowplows. <laughs> you got 7,000 square miles in the DFW the area. Snowplows. That'll fix it. That'll fix it. Um, but we did our show in Sundance Square in Fort Worth, and uh, the fraternity that I was in, the uh, Fidelts, had their pledges come up and put their signs up and whatever. So I came and met them afterwards as part of their thing, and one of the pledges said, hey, man, I heard stories about you. And I said, well, you know what? Live long enough to be interesting. They'll probably tell stories about you, too. Nice. So there you go. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. That's fine. Was that the coldest you've ever broadcast in that Sundance Square? I remember doing yeah. some stuff for ESPN Radio out there, yeah. and it was brutal. I, brutal. Yeah, because it was the wind, and yeah. obviously it wasn't just snow. It was the ice, and they didn't have anything to clean the streets. And, sure. I mean, like Minneapolis was colder. Other places were colder, but I that wind was brutal. People always say, what's the best run you ever saw in a Super Bowl? And it was Ron Jaworski crossing the street in Fort Worth in leather shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shuffling across like this, trying to get across the street, because that wind was coming down that tunnel, and there was yeah. nothing to stop it, man. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of things you might not want to talk about uh, <laughs> on the radio here, yeah. are you a Vegas guy? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. You ever have any crazy Vegas times? Uh, yeah, I've had a few, yeah. You know, no question. What happens in Vegas absolutely goes over all the Internet. So, yeah. sure. <laughs> it sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest lie of all. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You bet. Sure. <laughs> so, what are you thinking about this matchup, Trey? Well, you know, historically, uh, I'm, a, I'm a believer in celebrating historical excellence and that's what we're seeing Mm -hmm. in Patrick Holmes I mean there's a million different ways to do this 
the best way I can sum it up, and you guys are all baseball guys? Yeah, sure. No, of course. Okay. Rangers champs. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Thank Never you. thought I'd see that happen. Me either. No, me neither. The strangers yes. are the champions of so the baseball, Chris baseball Young, world. Bruce Bochy. Um, yeah, here's another one. What if David Freeze doesn't park that one in game six? Oh, oh yeah. You guys had it. That's, you guys had it. 2011. Twice. Um, so in his career, Derek Jeter for the Yankees played in 158 postseason games, which is an insane thing, right? He, he basically played a full regular season in the postseason. And uh, he hit 308, 20 home runs, 61 RBIs, scored 111 runs. In other words, he had an MVP-type career in the postseason against, you know, not third starters, fourth starters, not hacks. Your top two starters for the most of the time. Patrick Mahomes has now played in four, 17 postseason games, a full season like Jeter. In those 17 games, the Chiefs are 14-3. and three. He's accounted for 45 total touchdowns, eight giveaways, 67% completion, and a passer rating that's 15 points higher in the postseason than it is in the regular season. Dear Lord. He's doing in the playoffs, in football, what Derek Jeter did in the playoffs in baseball. It's remarkable. And yes, the, the 49ers are favored. So were the Bills. So were the Ravens. So were the 49ers the last time they played. I mean, it might have been a pick on I think it was. I think it might have been one point at, by the time the, uh, this, the, the game kicked off. Why would you bet against that guy at this point? Why would you do it? Like, can the 49ers win? Absolutely. I've seen it from that guy. I've got the receipts, yeah. you know. And here's the other one, and this is going to hurt some Cowboy fans. This is the fourth coaching rematch in Super Bowl history. Mm -hmm. Chuck Noll, Tom Landry, Tom Coughlin, Bill Belichick, Jimmy Johnson, Marv Levy. So it's 50% good news for the Cowboys. In each one of those previous scenarios, the coach that won the first matchup wins the second one. All the, there's no, pr no player or person that has more pressure on them than Kyle Shanahan. Right. After, you know, Super Bowl 51 is the offensive coordinator. You're up, 12, you're up 16 points with eight minutes to play, third and one. Seven-step drop, why? Why? Run the ball. Then against the Chiefs, they're up by 10 with eight minutes to play. They lose by 11, which is ridiculous. Uh, and in that game, the Chiefs scored to make it 20-17. Niners get the ball back. On first down, they rip off a run for seven yards. Then they throw it on second and third down. What are you doing? No time off the clock. Chiefs get the ball back. Damien Williams goes in and scores. Then they get the turnover, and they ice it with a touchdown with, you know, 37 seconds to play or whatever it was. So Kyle Shanahan has got to figure out a way to manage this game better than he has as an offensive coordinator and a head coach in wow. his previous Super Bowl experience. Well, no doubt he can design some plays, but that, that's yeah. a great point. If you're, if you're looking at the top coaches in the NFL right now, who would you want? Is it Reed? Yeah. I, look. Right now, Andy, and here's something to consider. I don't know how much longer Andy's going to do this. Like, like, I think there's a scenario, alternate route. If they win, maybe he says, I'm good. Ooh. Well, who's available? Bill Who Belichick? Be available to coach mm -hmm. a really good quarterback? Hmm. And a great defense. Bingo. And a great defense. Yeah. And our, the, oh. the Chiefs' defense is arguably better than the 49ers right now. And yes. I know people that will drive people crazy. Look at the way they played. Yeah, it's right. true. Okay? They shut down Miami to seven points, highest scoring team in football. Uh, Buffalo couldn't do anything in the second half. They had the MVP in Lamar Jackson, and they scored ten points. Okay? The 49ers have been gashed in their two playoff games on the ground by Aaron Jones and David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. And the Chiefs can run the ball with Isaiah Pacheco and the, those interior three. Even if Tooney doesn't play at right guard, Allegretti filled in – or left guard, excuse me – because Trey Smith is the right guard. Uh, they play very – they can run the ball. They can run the ball. And I would argue that the front, Ravens' front seven is more dominant than the Niners' front seven. I right think now. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And, and, look, you, you say you don't want to upset Cowboy fans. I think we're upset enough uh, with what's <laughs> going on. What, what, what are your thoughts on uh, the situation in Dallas? I don't believe Jerry Jones when he says it's all about Super Bowls because 
his rationale, and I, Mike McCarthy is fine. If you want to win 12 games a year, which they've done three years in a row, first time since the glory days of the 90s. But if that's the goal, then stay with Mike McCarthy. But that's not the goal. That's not what you said. You said the goal is to get back to win a Super Bowl. Well, we've seen how this is working. That playoff game was an epic disaster from start to finish. They had won 16 home games, longest streak in the NFL, second longest in Cowboys franchise history. They had scored more points per game at home this season than any other team. They had had more yards per game at home than any other team. They had the best turnover differential than any other team. They pooped the bed. They did. And if this is what you want, you have the structure in place to do it. But you told me that's not what you want. You said you want to get back to those Super Bowls. Then this is not good enough. It's not good enough. It's Trey Wingo with you here on The Fan. Do I detect some Cowboys fan in you? Grew up a Cowboys fan. We took my dad to all three in the 90s with yeah. my boys, I Scotty and Hodges, all those guys. Yeah. Trey, I know you're a golfer. Yeah. Are you, are you, do you play music on your cart when you golf? Yeah. Absolutely. Do you? Yeah. I, is, are people offended by that at this table? No, no, not, not at all. No. <laughs> what are you Those people can get right the hell out. Yeah. You know, so you, like. But who, you play your music, but who, who, give me your foursome, your ideal foursome in, in all of Trey Wingo golf. would love to play with three other guys or gals. Yeah. Well, okay. Specifically for golf. Yeah. Tiger, Jack, and Annika. There you that, go. That would be the three. Like, people don't understand like, there's a guy that I used to work with at ESPN named Justin Ray and then work on the Golf Channel. He, he, he knows more about golf than anybody alive. And he, he chronicles all this stuff that Tiger did. People don't understand how dominant Tiger Woods was. Like, it, it's, he does this thing every year on Tiger's birthday on his Twitter feed. It's never, it's never X. It's Twitter. Okay? It's, it's, it's just Twitter. Twitter. It's yeah. never yeah. X. You're right. He goes through and all the, the numbers. And I have them somewhere on my phone. I don't know how much time if I can call them up. But, like... <laughs> The numbers and the dominance for Tiger over those time frames are insane. They're insane. He, he's the most dominant athlete I've ever seen in any sport, in a sport that cannot be dominated. Like Scotty Scheffler, Dallas kid, mm-hmm. you know, is number one. I think the number is he, to catch Tiger, he'd have to be number one for like six years or something. It's, it's an absolute insane number. Uh, so... He's, he's by far and away the greatest thing I've ever seen. And obviously Jack has more majors. And I find Annika very interesting. I met her uh, when I was working in St. Louis when she was winning the LPG event there. So that would be the first three that come to mind. Dude, we have a Dave Raymond doppelganger in front of us right now. Are you guys realizing this? Little Valley bit. Sports? I, I, I see, see it now. Ringo Raymond. Google's Dave Raymond. Voy- Vo- voice TV, the, TV. He's TV voice for the Texas Rangers. A taller gotcha. uh, man. Tanner. World champion. He doesn't have the Silver Fox thing going quite like you. Well, yeah, Trey, I mean, you are a level up there. Well, but I can see a brother situation. The way I look this. at it, gray or gone, I'll take gray. Maybe distant cousins. No, you know, you're wearing it well. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, I know if you enjoyed the Vegas, don't find yourself, this is a pro tip, don't find mm. yourself in front of one of these fresh hot pizza vending machines at like 2 in the morning. That, okay? would, be, that, would, be just, the, that would be the ending to what would be a horrible evening. Is, is those, bad. Are, those are the guys you see at the oxygen bar the next morning, right? <laughs> That's my guy, the Wooly Bully right there. <laughs> Standing up, baby! Standing up! Let's go! Let's go. No, but if you, want, recommend. if you want to try the crappiest pizza in the world, though, then maybe it is for you. Well, you know, they say you won't know how bad it is until you try it. There you go. So there you go. I had a buddy of mine at ESPN said, I don't know how good I can be until I know how bad I've been. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Thank that you, guy was a legend, by the way. So are you, As sir. are you, yeah. yeah you. Trey Wingo, uh, the alternate routes podcast. 
podcast. Check it out. This will be a lot of fun to listen to. Thank you, sir, for your time. You got it. Drops March 5th. There he goes. Trey Hell Wingo yes. here with you. Sports. On your home of the Cowboys, <laughs> 105.3 The Fan. That's right. Kelvin Beecham is going to join us, the SMU product, longtime NFL offensive lineman, and we'll take a look at everything that's been developing throughout your afternoon, including a couple explosive uh, comments this morning from Emmett Smith and uh, three Mavs trades to get you cop- caught up on as well. That's next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan on your home of the Cowboys. And we're going to be joined by a special guest here in two seconds. The Expressway is brought to you by your on-time experts. And here on your A number one air hot seat is a Texas kid that's done real good out of Mejia. He is now the uh, offensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, he played his college football at SMU. Kelvin Beecham here on 105. Tony up. And uh, good afternoon. How the heck are you? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me. So you're here with the big brothers, big sisters, right? Yes, sir. And uh, your little brother over here, he had a great question at the break. What inspired you to play football? You know, I I tell people a lot, football was the way out of Mejia. Okay. Not that Mejia was bad, but that was my way out. That was my way to get a scholarship. That was my way to provide a better life for myself and my family. Uh, and it also allowed me to go and get a great education there at SMU. But uh, you, you also mentioned your little, your little brother over here that you, your first love in sport first was basketball. Love. First love was basketball, yes, sir. You just play AAU basketball. The, the, the Great American Shootout that's there in, in Dallas was the AAU tournament that I used to go to when I was a kid. So basketball was that first love. And then you were like, man, I, I'm getting really strong here. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I can apply <laughs> this to a different sport a little bit better. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is to, to play the position I was playing, I wanted to play center power forward. Yeah, I was a little too short okay. to play that position and had an AAU coach that was like, Kelvin, there are 22 scholarships and 22 players that are on the football field at a time. There are only 10 on a basketball yeah. court. So yeah. took them up on that advice, and it turned out well. Well, Kelvin, uh, I think a lot of Cowboys fans are, are very interested to hear your perspective on how you just you exposed the Cowboys there. You know, we were off to a, to a great start, and then it, it came crashing down on us there pretty good early on. You know, I think they just had a bad day that day. Okay. You know, I'm not going to lie. The, the way in which they were playing at home throughout the entire year, uh, it was a completely different team on the road. And, you know, they just had a bad day out in the Valley that day. <laughs> and we happened, to, and we happened to capitalize on it. Yeah, the Cowboys it, have a lot of bad days out in the Valley. <laughs> a lot of bad that, days. That's not a good spot for the Cowboys. What, what drew you to SMU? And, yeah. and SMU now is back to being, I think, a legitimate yeah, yeah. contender yeah. in the college football world. Now I'm yeah. North Texas Mean Green. Okay, so I can't okay. say I'm loving to see the success for SMU, but I'm a <laughs> Dallas guy. There's enough of the pie to go around. That's but fair. Well, That's what, fair. what are your thoughts right now on the Mustangs? You know, the, the thing is this transition to the, what is it, the ACC. Yeah. Yes. that they're now in. Um, you have seen the weight of SMU really come behind the athletics program. 
and put capital uh, behind the program in a legal way. Yeah. To <laughs> make sure. Uh, <laughs> in a legal way. Uh, to make sure that, that, you know, we're competitive and we're able to, to perform at a high level um, and compete across all sports. So I think that there is a push to see athletics and SMU really be what um, drives Dallas innovation, what drives the, the, the fandom there in Dallas. Because it used to be a point in time when I was on campus, they used to have the Miss Burr's um, uh, factory. Mm-hmm. Right? Smell that bread. Oh. Yeah. It's amazing. Dude. On the practice field. They come yes. over the top yep. of the practice Those, field. Those mini powdered donuts for Mrs. Baird's, bro. <laughs> All-timer. All-timer, but the apple pie is what I love the most. Oh, oh, okay, it's a good take. Yeah, good How, take. However, the thing is, is TCU used to have a sign right across the street, right across the, the mm-hmm. uh, right across 75. So you knew at some point SMU really had to make a push to push Fort, uh, push uh, TCU back up to Fort Worth mm-hmm. and really be the team of Dallas. So How you many? were recruited okay. pre-NIL. Way before. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's, here's, let me give you some history. So I was on the – I was a SAC committee president, the Student Athlete Advisory Committee president when I was on campus. Wow. I served on a conference level. And at the national level back in 2010 and 2011, we were talking about players getting paid. So go. this is 10 years ago that now, you know, now it's come to this now. It's the wild, wild west and how things are going. And you don't have these young people that realize you got to get taxes and have taxes that are paid. You get money, cash, and you're mm-hmm. not knowing that you need to pay taxes mm-hmm. at some point. So there are a lot of issues that are going on with how much guys are being paid. But I'm happy that the conversations we were having back in 10 and 11 have come to fruition. In, in the 1980s, way. you guys were the absolute best at it. The revenue, the, which is why I said we have put the weight behind legal. I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> yes, you I'm are. just telling you that SMU had the best banking system of anybody <laughs> that any bank in the world would love us. I want to ask you a question. You're from Mahaya, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you took teammates home with you and they saw how Mahaya was spelled, did they mm-hmm. kind of did they kind of look at it kind of like wait wait did they pronounce it? Did you ask ever ask? Mexia. 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 Did everybody yeah. just pronounce it wrong? You oh, know yeah. it's Mahaya. Uh, well, if you're not from Texas, you wouldn't know that. Right. Some people from Texas don't even know what that is. Right. Um, but a lot of times, people, especially from the north, right, um, they say Mexia. So um, you, you take teammates home with oh, you, yeah. though, and they would they would just butcher it they all. Would, they would butcher it until I take them down to Wright's Barbecue or, oh, there you or go. Ruby Lee's now you or, go. There or you Krispies, go. and I yeah. make sure that they got some good chicken and some good barbecue, and they just fine. <laughs> Where were you Tell grubbing? Them here. Where were you grubbing at uh, SMU? SMU, so uh, Dickies. Uh, okay. You know, you had uh, Pluckers mm-hmm. right there on Lover's Lane. Yes, sir. Um, uh, Bubba's right there behind. Right across from the school. Right across from the school. And those biscuits. Yeah. Uh, would Top do tier. You, would do you real good. Um, you ever go to Burger House? I went to Burger House. This is before it burned down. Okay. Uh, okay. The, I think they built it back up. They right. Have, yeah. yeah. But Burger House does fries. The fries with yes, the garlic with salt. The, yes. <laughs> see, see, that's an office alignment for you. I can, I can talk to all the <laughs> that's details. That's my guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what's your, what's your eat? Like, what's your wing record? You go to Pluckers, you're tearing it up. No, man, I actually do pretty well. Just give me some lemon pepper wings. You know, I take down ten or twelve. You know, I keep it pretty simple. Okay. All that's right. It's a nice so snack. What's your favorite yeah, flavor? It's a nice snack. Uh, oh, the lemon pepper. Yeah. Lemon Guaranteed yeah. with yeah. the ranch, see, of course. Eric's now disappointed. You're only eating twelve wings. Well, I'm thinking here. It's a snack. I mean, I eat a lot. Like, it's, 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 it's a lot of compounding yeah, and eating throughout a lot the throughout the day. So okay. I'm, not, I'm not a guy that can, hey, put me 50 wings in front of me and I'm going to tear it down. No. We're going to space I, it out. Space it out. You know, I need I the like metabolism that. to stay high. So have you found decent barbecue in Arizona? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for some tips. We'll Rudy's, Rudy's is the closest thing that I get to, to good barbecue there in Arizona. You were thinking about opening a place then. Really? Yeah, you ever think about you oh, no, opening no, no, a no, place? No, 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 no. I let the professionals do that. Okay. I do my smoking back in my hair. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I let, I let the real professionals who can do that every day, all day. What's your specialty on the grill? Brisket. 
Uh -oh, I'd like to do it. Here we go. Yeah, I like, I like to start at 3 o'clock in the morning. I wanted smoking until noon, so I wanted smoking for a little while. Right on. Now, you, 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 what, Mejia is about an hour and a half? Hour and a half south of Dallas. So, did you grow up a Cowboys fan? I did not. How? How? Yeah. Uh, do you know what was going on to the Cowboys in the uh, early 2000s? Yeah. That, that I, I, I lived through that, too. Thanks a lot to this idiot. Yeah, you just ran us right into the ground. I was in the scouting department then. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I left the team. I left teams that, that were good to come hit, to come I mean, he to should Dallas. Be apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> now he I apologize. To I apologize to your fandom. Don't, then. Don't, the thing is, is, is my my grandfather uh, as a pastor. He would he would end service early to make sure that he got to the game on sure. Sundays. Yep. Uh, <laughs> my dad is a diehard fan, um, but I grew up a, a Pittsburgh Steelers and a Green Bay Packers fan. So I pl that's who I played the game with. So Madden was really getting big during that time. Yeah. So those are the two teams that I played the game with. But those are also two-story franchises. I love history. I love the history of the game. And there was just a lot of history with those two, in which I gravitated to as a young player of, of Madden. And, you know, it turned out that I got to play for one of those teams I got to play, you know, got to play the game with. Yeah, very cool. What was it like getting to play for the Steelers? After? I mean, it was interesting. You playing with Troy Palomalu, you know, in, in, in 2010, and then you're in the locker room with him, you know, two years later. It's wild. It's wild. You know, playing with James Harrison on the defensive side and then – Ben Roethlisberger, you know, then you're in the locker room with him two Shit, years later. The Harrison story, right? James Harrison, we just saw him the other day. He's yeah, here. He's stacked. It, no, he's he's solid. 295 pounds, dude. Yes, that's light. I, I see him pretty regularly. Did, that's light. Did he embarrass you in practice ever? He took me to the to the woodshed as a rookie. That's So I was, you know, I didn't play a lot my rookie year until later in the year. But every day that was, every Wednesday, I remember <laughs> very vividly, every Wednesday was his day that he would do all of his bull rushes. So all day Wednesday. You would get bull rushes from James Harrison. Oh, so that was the welcome to the NFL moment. Here's bull rush. It day. wasn't. It wasn't a welcome. It it, it happened every <laughs> week. Like, oh, he, he, he put his pads on. He'd walk yeah, on I mean, the practice. Yeah, I, already knew, I, I, I already knew. Wednesday. That's that's that was his oh, thing no. that he would do on Wednesdays. Kelvin Beecham here on the fan. Okay, when's the last time you gave a rookie a welcome to the NFL moment? In what regard? Because the thing is, I've I've gotten a little wiser, and you know we we're not allowed to quote-unquote haze guys, but mm -hmm. I have a good time with, with rookies from time to time. Okay, so like maybe on the field, a rookie on the other team, yeah. pancake block or you owned him uh, all game, something? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I'm one of those guys, I like, I like playing with your hands. So I like being able to grab your hands. I like being able to chop your hands down. Being able to make a, another man have his face in the dirt mm. is, is pretty gratifying. Yeah. Um, and anytime you get to do that to a, a young player, it's even more gratifying because they had no idea it was coming, even though you told them, yeah. hey, if you put your hand here, I'm going to move it here. Yeah. And, you know, from time to time, you have rookies that that, that, that happens, you know, is, happens to. Was Micah the most difficult to Micah Parsons to, to try and block? You know, the thing is, I haven't really played him a lot. Um, when I, So the last three years that I've played the Cowboys – it's been over the left tackle, Randy Gregory, because I played left tackle mm -hmm. the last time I played you all down in Dallas. Randy Gregory, he was kind of playing linebacker at the time, and you had Lawrence on the other side. Um, years ago, it was it was uh, D. Ware, D. Ware and Spencer. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had to play him. I, I have I, me personally. I haven't had to play him a lot. He was when I played. Like I said, it was it was Arms Armstrong ninety two Dorrance yeah, yeah ninety two right. and um, and Randy Gregory and then he was on the opposite gotcha. side. Yeah, so I haven't had to play him a lot. Kelvin Beecham with us here in the G Bag Nation one hundred and five through the fans. So you play obviously with another DFW kid and Kyler yep. Murray. Yeah. Some of the stuff you hear about Kyler, I don't know. I mean, is he kind of a loner? How is he in the locker room? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on See, Kyler? The thing as a is, I, got, I know y'all recording this thing, so I got to be careful how I talk. Just, about it's just a couple of us <laughs> being dudes, being guys. We're gonna get you to Dallas here soon. <laughs> You know, the thing is, is uh, he has to be able to, and he's working to, 
be the quarterback that you need him to be. You know, you need him to be a franchise quarterback. You play him to be, you know, you pay him like a franchise quarterback, and he's working to be a franchise quarterback. I think the organization did a really good job of surrounding him with the necessary pieces um, to be the guy that he needs to be. you got a running game that allows him to, to be able to, you know, throw the ball between 15 to 25 times a game. Um, and he's not having to win the game for you just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at some point, you're going to need him to be able to win the games for you with his arm, um, like a franchise quarterback that are getting paid, sure. you know, a quarter of a billion dollars. It's been great getting to know you. Yes, um, sir. What can you tell us about Big Brothers, Big Sisters? My, my man Alex is here with me. Big Brothers, Big Sisters is having his draft. you got the NFL draft coming up here. You have 10,000 bigs that need to be drafted. Uh, we have 30,000 littles that are on the wait list. We need men that want to mentor and want to be able to sow into the next generation. Um, GetBigNow.org is where you can go and be able to, to learn more about the draft, uh, participate in the draft. Uh, I mean, it's nationwide. Um, so excited to be able to continue sharing about it and excited to continue spending time with Alex uh, here on uh, Radio Row. It's what you do. You're just you're paving the way for the next generation. Sowing into the next generation. Just like man. I had somebody else sowing to me is being able to sow into the next generation. I love it, Kelvin. Thank you so much for joining us yes, here sir. on Home of the Cowboys. Thank you, sir. Anytime. Hopefully we see you down there soon. There he goes. Adam Mejia. Kelvin Beecham, Arizona Cardinals with you here live on Radio Row in the A number one air hot seat. We do have two minutes before we get to L.A. live. Some big stories across DFW today. Latest on the coaching search, Brian. Is there anything we need to make sure we're getting in here? Yeah, I uh, had reached out to a couple different people and uh, nothing new right now. So they're still trying to get through some of these interviews. I kind of feel like, though, that we're not going to hear anything until now we're getting close to the actual game of the Super Bowl. Maybe next week we'll hear something about this coaching. Baldy gave a heck of an endorsement earlier today uh, for Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan if you sure want to go destroy the quarterback, you don't need to talk to anybody else. P.J. Washington is now a maverick as they make the trade there with Charlotte to bring him in. And uh, the Mavs do it without giving up young talent. Um, so that is huge right there with Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick going. They also uh, pick up some help in uh, the big man department as well in a trade with Washington for Daniel Gafford, a pick-and-roll guy, number seven in the league in blocks per game, number seven among forwards in total contested shots. So Gafford uh, can be good. And then the Mavs also did a pick swap with the Thunder to get a 2024 first that will allow them to uh, have some draft capital, probably for a trade coming up this offseason, but maybe they want to stand in there and, and make a pick as well. Um, and that's that's about the, the big storylines here with the Mavs. Our sources also indicating that um, they are in, uh, potentially for Spencer Dinwiddie, who's getting a buyout from the the nets but it looks like the bucks lakers and pelicans are also interested in uh, in in spencer dinwiddie mavs playing in about 51 minutes they are in new york i'm sorry 25 minutes they're in new york and og ananobi has undergone a surgery on his elbow so he is going to be out for for that game okay everything good it's not like did i see luca broken nose yeah, he had that nasal contusion the other they, night. I've seen the lineup, but, but did they determine it was an actual broken nose? Yes, I don't know. I just broken heard bruise. Okay. Yeah, uh, Luca broken nose, Kyrie right thumb sprain, Maxi right small toe dislocation, which I think he's going to have for the rest of his life, will be available tonight against the Knicks. But I wonder, it is, is Brunson playing? Brunson's out. He's out. He has been ruled out with a right ankle sprain. Uh, and the Thunder also got Gordon Hayward for uh, Trey Mann and some other pieces. And if he stays healthy, maybe that could be, uh, you know, uh, a kind of veteran 
that they could be looking for some ball handling, some scoring. But um, the, it's a big if if, if uh, Hayward stays healthy. Got to stay healthy. It is time now to go back to 75 and Fitzy, where Lucius Alexander has LA Live. Don't talk to my man like that. Hey, I like it when you lick it. My, 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 my man. Hey, you know what fans do not like? <laughs> What's that? They do not respect a toe injury on an athlete. No. None. No. Especially no. in football. If you say turf, they don't even say turf toe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> do not respect well, that. Dion missed like a full year with a toe, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. had to retire, yeah. tried to come back. Yeah. It's amazing. You have a guy like Baldy who can do what he does with a broken, crazy finger. But if it's the toe, yeah. it's a no chance. You're dead. Yeah. People do not respect Balance. the toe. All right, Thirsty Thursday here in the L.A. Live. Let's get into it. Well, all right, oh, square. It's time to smoke. A fire up this funk and let's have a toe. That weed. It'll make you dance on everything. I'm vaping here somewhere. Hey, y'all be careful out there. Heard that that happened before. Hopefully that happens with Spencer Dinwiddie. And whether they choose to go as uh, Cam or they choose to whatever, just make it. Eric? Yes. Yep. You okay? Yep, I am. I got to head out, guys. All right. Let us know you're all right, man. Man, y'all be careful out there. That was that beat reporter from Brooklyn. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. 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 Yeah, no, guys. yeah, be careful. I feel like we're driving a lot faster than we used to here in Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I yeah, I like... got that heavy foot. I'm guilty. Is it? Okay, so you're part of them? I'm part of the problem, man. I'm part of them. Do you speed into, like, when you see nothing but straight red lights down a no, hill, but you're still no. going into it? No. I'm seeing a lot of that, bro. I'm seeing a lot of that. Y'all need to slow down. All right, it's a Thirsty Thursday here in L.A. Live. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. LA Live is sponsored by Kissable Dental and there's no bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com and your kissable journey begins today. Also, every weekday here on The Fan, we do LA Live at 2, not LA Live. Oh, wait a minute. That's weed. That's weed. We do G-Bag the Day every day here at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit me up at Lucky Lucius P on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can follow every last one of us if you find G-Bag Nation on Twitter. Do it, do it now. Our winner is Rockwall's very own. Rockwall, stand up. Stand up and be counted tonight. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba was asked about Bears' new OC. What's the Bears' new OC, guys? Seth Waldrop. Yo! (laughs) And this wasn't a very ringing endorsement. Bears fans are super interested about the offensive coordinator coming in, Shane Waldron. What can you tell them about who they just hired to, to uh, try to get this offense where it needs to go? Um, uh, oh. this, is, this is live? Yeah. <laughs> We're not live. We're not live. I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, good luck to y'all. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a great person. Good luck to y'all. He's a great person. Great person. <laughs> <laughs> Great person. Great person, that guy, man. He's a terrible coach, but a really good person. Is this thing on? Uh, that's what he did right there. Yeah. LA Live, Thirsty Thursday. I have a PSA for the people. Yes, I do. Gas is high as hell. We can all agree with that. We can. Yeah. Yeah. Circle K is offering customers 
40 cents off per gallon of gas. Wow. Yeah. Proper. And a dollar hot dog. And that is from today. That is for today uh, from 4 to 7. So they're doing it right now. Wow. Use that. The gas is too damn high. (laughs) The gas is too damn high. Uh, it's available in San Antonio. <laughs> it's just like Compton, fool. Uh, Houston, DFW, Austin, Waco, 254 stand up. Corpus Christi and McAllen. So that's a PSA for the people. If you're looking at your gas hand, it's looking funny, and so is your pockets. You might be able to get a hookup right there. Just looking out for y'all. Kind of digging the dollar hot dog myself. Yeah, yeah, you know, get you a hot dog in there. They got the little chili and cheese. You can hook it up, man. Yes. You got to doll that thing up. Yeah. Uh, Tolo said, this is how Gavin sounds when he's talking to the guests and he starts laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LA Live, Thirsty Thursday. I have a, a PSA for people that like fly kicks. Nice. Nice shoes. Uh, Dawson, you fancy yourself a shoe man, right? Yes, not as much recently as back in the day, but I I do like to keep three or four in rotation. Yes, yes. Me as well. I have a lot of kicks, but I only wear a few. Go figure. I don't know what that is. But personally, I feel like the best kicks have been made already. Yes, I agree with that. It's all about the Mm -hmm. re-release. I had these in high school. And Emmett Smith has been making headlines today, so I might as well just let y'all know. The Reebok ES22 Big Games will drop tomorrow. These are the MVP Emmett Smiths. Chef's kiss. These are the ones right here, yo. Uh, They come in gray, silver, and black. Ooh. Yeah, they're pretty nice. Now, if you Google them, they they have like the blue and the white colors from back in the day. Those are cool, but I like the gray, silver, and black ones. Uh, they retail at $180. Worth it. Okay, kind of worth it. It's up there for a few people. I get it. It's expensive for a shoe. They're online yeah, at Reebok. I, mean, I feel like standard's around 90 bucks, 100 yeah. bucks these days. Yeah, it's up there, bro. But th- these are great. These kind of look like the Iversons, don't they? Yes. But they're more built for football. They are nice. For cross-training. Yes, I will be purchasing those uh, just to avoid the nostalgic feeling. But if you don't feel like dropping $180 for some Emmett Smiths, Renner Center has your back. Oh. Yeah, you can rent out some Jordans for $20 a week. Huh, what? <laughs> wow. Not bad. Oh, you renting Jordans, bro? Yep, the Air Jordan 5s, the Racer Blues, sell for about $300 on the secondary market. But you can rent to own them for about, about $1,000. Oh, jeez. Celebrity chef Andrew Zimmern had on some some pretty cool-looking fives, actually. You should have asked him if they were rented. Hey, man, did you rent those? <laughs> you get those from Rent Center? He might have got them down the hall. There's one of those shoe boutiques in this hotel. I'll be damned. The old ones. Yeah, yeah oh, it oh. would take you some Andrew Zimmer money to buy them at a boutique right there at yeah. Radio yeah. Row. It's going to take you some paper, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, be careful of Rent Center if you got to go rent some Jordans, bro. I don't know about Get you some Chucks, maybe some Gangster Nikes. <laughs> Some vans. I don't know, man. Don't go out here renting no Jordans, but you know that's your business. When did when did Renner Center get into the shoe business? I always thought that was kind of like washers and dryers and stuff like that. Yeah, am maybe I, a TV, yeah, DVD player. Am I am I wrong about that? I guess maybe the ele- the consumer electronics got so cheap they had to branch out. That'd be my theory. Huh? They seen a fresh lick out there and had to yeah. hit it. Yeah. You know, you only push so many washers <laughs> and dryers, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's kind of clutch. Yeah. If, if you're like 19 years old and you don't have the 250 bucks for the premium Jordans that are out these days, maybe you maybe you could, you know, you got a big date coming up. You got yeah. a big vacation week, you know, might, might come in handy for some people. Would you would you rent some clothes like you would rent shoes and stuff like that? <laughs> rent a tux. I think if I was committed to every time I step out of the house, I want to look fly, yeah. but I'm on a budget, that might be an answer. So you rent, rent like Balenciaga and stuff like that, <laughs> look cool in photos and send it back? Yeah. I ain't mad yeah. at you, bro. Streets got to eat. I think I would, especially if I was single. Yeah, hey. the ladies will look at your feet now. Oh, no, they 100% look the at the your shoes, feet. The they look matter. at your watch. They look at your earrings to see if you bought them from, like, the, the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them little kid stores in the mall or something like that. Yeah, they can see that cubic zircon. Yeah, yeah, they look and see if you got that, that hair supply place. <laughs> hey, look, bro. <laughs> Somewhere Rex Ryan's in this uh, talk we're having right now. The food uh, thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got some news bloopers for you boys, too. Yes. I love news bloopers. I'm going to go through these real fast because there's a whole bunch of them. We got a Packers fan that interrupts <laughs> this, uh, this lady's live shot. And I'm sure they'll bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just here to tell you, Pack is back. <laughs> you heard it from a fan right here. Pack is back. Here comes the nerves. And if you're thinking about driving today, be prepared and stay cautious because it's uh, coming down pretty heavy. Back to you, Courtney. She didn't know what to do after that. She had no, no idea that was Jair Alexander, Packers cornerback. Is that Cam Newton over there? That could only be Cam Newton. No, that's, like Ju- that. that's Juju Gotti, bro. Oh, that's Juju Gotti. Okay, my bad. <laughs> oh, but hey, the, it, Juju Gotti has a similar Cam Newton he's, he's smile. The flyest man on Radio Row. Yep. Amazing coat. <laughs> Dawson got excited, bro. Is that Cam? I thought it was Cam. Is that Cam Newton? Oh, my no, God, Juju Gotti's girl. coat right now. Is girl. Is that Cam? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Hand me my mirror. <laughs> what my, my lips mirror. looking like? Hand me my mirror. <laughs> my mirror. <laughs> More news bloopers. Uh, I believe these two were talking about planets. Max, the true colors of Uranus and Neptune look more like <laughs> True colors of your anus. True colors. What that guy say after he said the pack is back? Was that a? Yeah, he also thrusted his hips when he did that too. It's pretty oh, no. vulgar. <laughs> That's why she got nervous. Oh, no. uh, Super Bowl conspiracy. The Super Bowl will be the 13th game Taylor Swift attends, which is her lucky number. It's also February 11th. That is 13. And Two plus 11. Super mm-hmm. Bowl 58. Five plus eight. 13. Wow. Oh God. Wow. Ooh, what are we doing? Yeah. Here's the, here's the bad news. <laughs> What's Brock Purdy's number? 13. 13. It's a ballsy move. Brock Purdy. Oh! <laughs> That's weed. Man. That's weed. Sorry, bro. I missed it for a second. I got it now, though. I think. You're stupid. <laughs> I, think. I, think. I think. I'm the same way, Lucius. I, think. I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> hey, let's go to WCCB where this news reporter got hit in the face with a pickleball. Uh, for some reason, this guy wanted to hit a pickleball like to send everybody to commercial. And it hit the other dude right in the face, a smack. First, we're going to serve it on up to Joe. Joe, it was a golden night for Hollywood as the Golden Globes were handed out. But, Joe, you say not everyone had a shining moment. Oh, I didn't mean to hit you. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I just thought I was going to go over you. I'm so sorry. Over to He keeps apologizing, but you can listen to the smack. As soon as he hits the ball, you can hear this instant, man. Oh, I... 
Yeah, that's a good contact. Oh, I did. Mm. <laughs> Two hits there. Yeah. And then they made him send it to break. Like, <laughs> you just hit me in the face <laughs> with a pickleball. <laughs> you guys play pickleball? No. I haven't done it yet. Not yet. I almost did it on, on winter break, but the, the courts were sold out. I was gonna I was gonna whoop Abby. I've never seen anybody play pickleball. I hear about it a lot. Then Dutch play pickleball. Dutch will play. Dutch yeah. is a pickleball. He invited guy. me a few times. Oh, dude, be careful. <laughs> I, I, I took him up on one of those and I was embarrassed. When Eric came back, he was like, No, dude, don't do it. I'm like, okay. My joints were That's sore. all I need to know. Yeah, I was kinda disappointed when the ball wasn't shaped like a pickle. <laughs> what are we we need to get Boss Man Spittleverse Dutch. You know, he was a he was a college tennis player. Yeah, I think you could take it yeah, back. Get Sharif out there as well. A couple of tennis dudes chopping it up. Throw our aces. Uh, let's see what else. Let's go to the BBC. BBC Tim Westwood.com. A newsman, he wants to see the pictures of your potholes. We're already being contacted by viewers watching the program, but we want to know how bad it is where you are, and we will come and film some of the worst. How big is your hole? Whoa. <laughs> You can tweet me oh. <laughs> at oh, looknorth.bbc.co.uk. Norton's always in a hole. Uh, if you can uh, tweet me a picture, that would be good as well. Uh, wow. Man, I wow, sure want to see those photos. Yeah. <laughs> Keep those BBCs away from my own. Oh my <laughs> you on a BBC asking to see holes, bro? Come on! I want all those holes. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I'm sorry. Jeez. Keep it together. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go to W I S H Wish TV in Wish. Indiana. Yeah. Well, this Miss Hannah, this is her first time on the news desk. Uh -oh. Starbucks is now selling its extra virgin olive oil infused drinks across the country, but some customers complain the drinks send them straight to the bathroom. Lineup <laughs> launched in a few, sorry, in a few cities last year. <laughs> I don't know the details on why, but uh, they had subpar reviews from customers. Despite those reviews, Starbucks launched the drinks across the U.S. and Canada yesterday. Together, Lineup includes Hannah. oat milk latte infused with olive oil and a new toffee nut ice shaken espresso with golden foam that contains olive oil. What? <laughs> Sorry. Hannah. Come on, Hannah. Keep it together, Hannah. That really hurt She's somebody out there. The People are struggling. You had her laughing. <laughs> you talking poopers? Yeah. <laughs> Running to the bathroom. Yeah. Come on, man. I, I came to get some caffeine, and this happened to me. You want to laugh about it? Thanks, Hannah. It's a serious problem, Hannah. Yeah. Come on, man. Gosh. But that clip of Hannah reminds me of this throwback clip of WCPO, Channel 9. Her name is Tanya Rourke. She heard Hillbilly Heaven and just lost it, like, for a long time. Here in the tri-state, the latest on a sm small outbreak of tuberculosis in Middletown. The city's Board of Health is allowing the owner of Dick... Tuberculosis is nothing to laugh at, right? No. Nothing to laugh at, Hannah. Longer. I mean, uh, whatever your name, Tanya, listen. Here in the tri-state, the latest on a sm small outbreak of tuberculosis in Middletown. The city's Board of Health is allowing the owner of Dixie's Hillbilly Heaven Bar to reopen open her business. Last week, health officials closed the bar after dog. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh -oh. After. Get it oh, together. No. After doctors diagnosed a frequent customer with TB, the city tested. She's hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> the city tested 57 people. She might have TB. <laughs> yeah. The 
The city tested 57 people who have been in the bar recently. Nine tested positive. She only had half a gummy. For TB. <laughs> she went the mad dog. Yeah. Excuse me. The Middletown Police Department is getting some grant money that will be used for some extra patrols. Officers will look for speeders, safety, restrained violators, and alcohol-impaired drivers. Get it together. Excuse me. They are currently using the money for their first traffic blitz, which is going on now through November 25th. University of Cincinnati faculty members may strike at the at the George first of break. the year. <laughs> <laughs> Leaders of the faculty <laughs> union. Wow. I know. If you were the station manager, bro, you heard that. How would you feel? Break, 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 rap, rap, rap. Wait, was that live audio the Cowboys offense actually? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awful, bro. But you know what? I was thinking as I was recording this, bro, I would kill her at an Applebee's. Dixie Hillbilly Heaven got you shaking up like that, girl. Where are you out? <laughs> I have you laughing your ass off. <laughs> All right. Man. That's it. There he goes. I'm pulling out. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. Uh, please don't jam up that Reebok site while I get my Emmys. Holla. There he goes, Emmett, uh, uh, Lucius Alexander. I'll take that, too. Emmett Alexander. Yes, yeah. the GOAT of the 540 every evening here in the GBAG Nation on 105 to the Fan. You can follow us all at GBAG Nation if you jump on that X profile. We're all right there in the bio. Okay, uh, Woolchuck, is it another sports grab bag night? Yeah, let's mix bag it, shall we? I got an update on Adolis Garcia and some more Super Bowl talk for you. That is next right here on The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.